Welcome to the Do What You Love podcast, a podcast with a mixture of personal development and career advice to help you reach your full potential. Now over to your host, Life Purpose Champion, Amanda Heal. Welcome to another episode of the Do What You Love podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hill. Today, I'd like to talk about overcoming fear and procrastination, which can come up when your world is turned upside down. I've just finished 14 days isolation after going overseas. And now that that's over and all these new restrictions have come into place, I seem to have been unable to do anything except sit and knit and watch TV and listen to podcasts. I was thinking about why this is, and I think it's because I've been feeling overwhelmed over the last few days because so much has changed. A lot of people have lost their jobs. We've been put in these most unusual isolation conditions and things are just so different and I was feeling quite overwhelmed thinking what can I possibly say to my listeners to help or encourage them and I couldn't think of anything and then it occurred to me that if I'm feeling this way then some of you are probably feeling this way too which is why I wanted to offer three tips to overcome fear and procrastination. I was listening to a podcast by Dr. Caroline Leaf the other day, who is a psychologist, and she was saying that when we feel afraid, our brain releases chemicals, and those chemicals affect our body, and our body reacts, causing our brain to release further chemicals, and we kind of get into this loop. And one of the things that these fear chemicals do is lower our immune system. And so in this time of coronavirus, the one thing we don't want to do is lower our immune system. Tip number one is find things to be grateful for. And I know it sounds a bit cliche, but it really does help. On Saturday night, when my 14-day isolation came to an end, I had a bit of a meltdown because I'd been looking forward to this for two weeks. And then I realized that now that all the new restrictions are in place, nothing really has changed. It feels like my two weeks isolation is continuing. I was with my mum at the time and she said to me, look, think of all the things you're grateful for. And I wasn't very good at it at the time, but then it's amazing what a good night's sleep does. And I woke up on Sunday morning and I thought, wow, I'm so grateful that my 14 days isolation has ended and I'm healthy. I have no symptoms and I'm completely healthy. And so is my 87 year old mum. I'm so grateful that I still have my mum. She's not only my mum, she's my best friend. And I'm so grateful that we have each other. We went overseas together and so even though we didn't isolate together in the same house, we still were able to visit each other because we were both in isolation as it were. And neither of us were doing anything so it was safe to go between each other's houses by car. And that, that has been amazing and it still is. We just went for a walk today together which was lovely. I'm so grateful for my pets, for my beautiful guide dog Sadie and for my bird. I don't know whether you can hear her in the background, hopefully you can't. I'm very grateful for the both of them and in fact I tell them both every day how grateful I am for them because I can cuddle them and pat them and talk to them and they react back to me and it's good to have their company in the house all day. 
I'm struggling with the concept of not being able to visit friends or go out with friends for anything up to six months. But the good thing that is coming out of it is that I'm actually talking to them more often than I would if I was going out with them once a week or once a month or whatever. I'm calling my friends more regularly. So I'm actually having more contact with them. And I'm so, so grateful for the lovely people who called me and contacted me during my isolation period to make sure that mum and I were both okay. So see if you can find things that you can be grateful for because they really do put things in perspective. Uh, Number two, if you are feeling fearful and anxious or overwhelmed, find things to soothe you. I'm a woman of faith and you may not be, so just hold on for the next 30 seconds. I have found that prayer has been very soothing for me. I've been looking up verses about fear and apparently it says in the Bible 300 times, do not fear in various different ways. So I've been looking up verses about fear and also verses about peace and reading those and that has been very soothing to me. If you're not a person of faith, perhaps there are other things that you can do that soothe you, perhaps reading inspirational quotes from people you admire. I've also found myself doing an awful lot of knitting over the last two weeks and I find that incredibly soothing and hopefully you can find a hobby or activity to soothe you, to help you feel less fearful or less anxious. And tip number three is be careful of what you're focusing on. It's so easy just to sit there and watch the news and watch the news and watch the news and hear the sad stories and the statistics and I did that on Sunday night and I couldn't sleep. So it made me realise that it's really very important to think about what I'm focusing on. I've been limiting my news. I might watch one news bulletin a day and not even the whole of that. Or I might just look at the new coronavirus app, which is good. Actually, I like watching the project because I get the news headlines, but I also get funny stuff and creative stuff as well. So I'm actually really enjoying the project. Again, I'm focusing on my faith. I'm focusing on podcasts that build me up. I'm reading a book at the moment, which makes me laugh. If you're someone who still has a job, you could also use your work as a point of focus. So, how am I going to handle the future? I don't know. I really don't know how I'm going to handle not seeing friends and family for the next six months. I really don't know how I'm going to handle staying in my house and not doing very much for the next six months. But really, the only thing I can do and the only thing I advise you to do is take things one day at a time. You never know. It may not actually be that bad. We may not have to wait six months for all this stuff to end. But then again, we may. So just take things one day at a time and try not to look too far ahead into the future. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Do What You Love podcast. Until next time, have a great day and do what you love. You've been listening to the Do What You Love podcast with Amanda Heal. Feeling unfulfilled and frustrated and unclear what to do next? Access Amanda's Are You Living Out Your Purpose quiz and resources to get you started on your journey to doing what you love. 
at www.purposevisionfuture.com. That's purposevisionfuture.com.